Hello everyone, how is it going? Welcome back to Jess is a Mess. <laughs> it's so weird saying my podcast title because it's like my condition, the fact that I'm a mess, it's not really a title. So anytime I say, welcome back to Jess is a Mess, I'm literally just saying, welcome back to me talking about how my life is a mess. And um, it's true, I, my life is a mess. And today is going to be a topic that I think is one of the like biggest that pertains to my life. It's one of the things that I struggle with the most and I think that other people struggle with the most and it's the root of I think a lot of anxiety for people. It's one of the reasons why it's really hard to live in the moment and stay present. It's just a constant struggle to do this and that is to as you probably saw from the title to stop living inside your head and that is just a very difficult thing to do, especially considering, um, especially for people like me, if anyone out there is like me, who's extremely like a very like thoughtful person when it comes to like every single situation in your life that you just kind of constantly overthink and overanalyze and, and constantly hold yourself to certain standards and expectations and put pressure on everything. I think for some people, this is obviously harder than for others. I know so many people that don't struggle with this and I know people that do struggle with this and it just kind of depends on, you know, I think it really just depends on the way you think, how much you think, what you think about. I know that there are people that are extremely thoughtful and and think about kind of deeper things but they don't actually struggle with and well this is actually completely unknown to me maybe they do but they don't necessarily struggle with the same amount of like anxiety or something for example that like I do or other people would but it's really different for everyone I think that something that everyone does have in common though is some kind of disappointment and barrier or I should say like wall between reality and what's going on in your head and there's always I think no matter what, people have had experience with living in their head at some point. Um, but here's a little, I hate this word, caveat, but it's like kind of perfect for this. Here's the little disclaimer I'll make. I think living inside your head obviously means a lot of different things. Um, I'm not talking necessarily about living inside your head when it comes to... I'll, I'll say what I am talking about. I think that'll make it easier than... Um, disclaiming what I'm not talking about. When I'm talking about living inside your head, for me personally, a lot of this, I mean, it does kind of encompass like living in the past, living in the future, but I'm not really going to be talking, well, actually a little bit. Here's what I will be talking about. Oh my God, I'm a mess as we have established. Basically, one thing that I tend to do a lot, and I, I don't know if other people can relate to this, but maybe you can, is I pretty much like on everything, it's very exhausting, it's very draining, but on everything, every conversation, every scenario, every event, anything that happens in my life, a lot of the times, I will put some kind of expectation on it. Like, um, I will put pressure on myself to act a certain way or be a certain way I'll put pressure on other people I'll put pressure on events and situations for them to go a certain way I'm constantly kind of measuring up whatever's happening in real life to whatever I put in my head which is usually like a higher or different version of 
what is actually happening. So it's very, 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 very difficult for me to really like just let go and just be completely content and easygoing with whatever's happening in front of me. I always like move, I kind of like, there's kind of like this friction. I'm always kind of like resisting what's really happening with trying to like, with with being in my head and, and imagining what it actually should be like in my head, which is very dangerous. And that's the biggest word, the key word that comes up in all these situations. And that's the word should. Like always, I'm always like, I should be doing this. I should be saying this. I should have done that. Or this person person should be acting like this or should be saying this or this situation should be going like this. I'm always saying should and kind of creating this expectation, this creating the standard. Um, another way I guess I could describe it is almost like I, I'm almost like looking at any situation from like a third person perspective. Like I'm always, I feel like kind of out of body, like looking at it from like another side and like judging the situation instead of like being immersed in it if that makes sense like I'm observing it rather than and analyzing it rather than like just being a part of it I don't know if that necessarily makes sense but I mean that's just another thing so basically my head is always in the clouds and I'm never actually like just grounded and like letting what happens happen um in other ways certainly for sure I'm I think a pretty easygoing person um when it comes to just like going along with things and being pretty like chill about whatever like I'm not I'm I'm I don't think I'm like really necessarily a hard person to get along with I'm I think in in some situations I am and in some situations I'm not I'm not perfect but like but like um when it comes to just the way that I am living in my head it's creating the standard it's creating this sort of pressure for everything to live up to um and I put this pressure on myself I put it on other people which I think is the worst and I do it on pretty much everything so here I'm gonna give you guys and again this is something that I'm really 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 working on like like oh my god like this is very very difficult for me to stop some days are a little bit easier to let go some days are a little bit harder and there's like some there's this constant tension that in my head of like um living in my head and and doing this but I have figured out a few ways on the days that it is a lot easier um there are a few things that I keep in mind and tell myself in order to kind of stop doing this it hasn't become like a permanent consistent thing and I also think that it comes becomes a little bit worse when I'm uh living at home I think I don't know why but I feel like as I become more self-assured and become more confident in myself this kind of goes away a little bit more because then I don't have to put that pressure on myself I don't have to say oh I should do this or should do that I just become more confident about myself and others and whatever I do and for some reason when I'm at home like for some reason I don't know I become less confident I become a lot more insecure and so this is definitely correlated with like insecurities because I'm not content with what's happening so I have to like make something up in my head so that's a whole other thing that's like a bigger root cause of it which I'm trying to work on so hopefully at one point this will become like a sustainable thing but for now I'm going to give you guys three things to tell yourself or hopefully that may help you to stop living inside your head and again it's kind of hard and I think everyone experiences this to a different degree 
But I think these three things are kind of key and can apply to everyone very differently. So let's just get into it. The first one is that this one's kind of has to do with comparing yourself. So I, I still do, but I used to a lot more compare myself to um, different people on a social level. I feel like in high school and when I was younger, obviously when you're in school, you definitely feel a little bit more insecure. And I kind of have this insecurity of sometimes like the conversations that I have and the way that I am like socially, I guess maybe you can say like it's a little bit of social anxiety. And I... I would put myself um, constantly and hold myself and put pressure on myself to put myself on this like social standard. And sometimes I would say things and do things and and then afterwards be like, oh my God, that was so dumb or why'd you say that or whatever. So basically overanalyze myself in that aspect. And here's what I've kind of realized about that. Anything I compare myself to others with, like everything that I, and this could apply to everything, not just social social stuff but everything that I um, use in my head to compare myself to others is only what I think I'm comparing myself to so if you compare yourself to someone else's fitness journey if you compare yourself to someone else's um you know again social standards if you compare yourself to someone else's if you compare your family to someone else's family which (laughs) guilty as charged aka that's what i do sometimes if you compare yourself whatever i mean again comparison can also be a lot of caused by a lot of insecurity but anything that you use in your mind is like a standard or like a threshold of comparison like oh that these people are probably perfect and this person probably did it like this and like anything you use in your head to compare yourself to is only something that you think you're comparing yourself to so you're actually imagining who these people are what their story is what their life is like you you're comparing yourself to a version that you've created in your head so it's not accurate whatever you're comparison comparing yourself to is actually not reality it's what you have created in your head like a a standard in your head that you're comparing yourself to um i remember realizing this because i i feel like i make a lot of assumptions a lot (laughs) i'm literally the queen of making assumptions and those assumptions are very dangerous because it'll lead me to compare myself to those assumptions about people and anytime I actually like confront those assumptions with other people or actually like hear firsthand, um, you know, people's stories that have to do with my assumptions, they are always, always 100% of the time different than what I assume. And right away when I hear the full real story, my assumption is like completely debunked. And I have realized that I pretty much have been comparing myself to this fake reality this fake story this fake assumption imagination that i have created in my head because it's never the case like truly and that actually leads me to my second i guess maybe strategy or point about living inside your head is not only that like what you're comparing yourself to is just what you think you're comparing yourself to it's not only just like what you're imagining but you never know the full story um all your assumptions, all your expectations are completely in your head. Um, I mean, again, like I have created so many assumptions in my head, like so many assumptions in my head that have had to be like 
the some assumptions I make to like people I don't know or like just about the world and whatever but any assumptions that I've actually like you know again made about people that I do know or talk to or just any situation and then I actually like hear it from that person's side um I like realize that my assumption was so false and a hundred a hundred percent of the time it is um and knowing that is just really liberating, honestly, when you realize you never know the full story. And the only story, the only full story you'll ever know is your own. Um, and, you know, and that's, again, think about it from another person's side. Imagine all these people making assumptions about you. Um, some of the times they might be right if the person knows you well or um if it's just something you've told them or whatever, but it's never ever going to be a hundred percent what you have felt or experienced or dealt with. Um, and the reason not knowing the full story is a way to help to stop living inside your head is because it just makes you realize like, again, just what I said before that every, everything you're filling in the gaps with are your assumptions and you are imagining those. And the only thing you can really focus on is you <laughs> and what you're experiencing and what you're doing and what you're saying and everyone else is the only one and everyone else is just there to make assumptions um it's just realizing that is very um it's very nice because it, it just makes you realize like there's no standard there's no expectation you're just making it in your head uh, or at least i've made it all in my head um and I think that's just really important to um, to know. Um, the last thing I would say about something that may help living inside your head when it comes to the past and the future, because that's something that's the other side of it that I do a lot is live in kind of everywhere else but the present. One thing I've kind of realized about, and this is more specifically about living in the past, I've realized that any time that I'm like really living in the past in like a certain phase of my life or um, even like, I don't know, just a certain, I'm just like something is really sticking out in my head that's like prevent, preventing me from cur like completely immersing myself in the present. I have realized that any time I do that, I'm completely glorifying it in my head and the past is very glorified, I think most of the time in people's heads because when I look back, I think like to certain parts of my life that I've, I kind of sort of tend to have a hard time letting go of. Um, I, I realized like after thinking about it a lot is that like those parts of my life had a lot of problems too. Um, and anything, any type of past that you're probably connected to is not perfect either that that part of your life also had problems we just never remember them I mean I even do this like with my firm example I do this a lot of the times with like certain friends that I've have wished that I didn't lose or one of the ways I've done this in college is like my freshman year of college was kind of awful it was a really really horrible year and I'm not gonna lie like this is I've I finished my freshman year, what, like a year and two months ago. Um, and I don't 
remember much of the bad stuff. All I do remember, one of the biggest things that sticks out in my head when I think about my freshman year experience, like one of the biggest like um, memories and just like feelings I'm connected to is me and my roommates. That was one of the like most impactful experiences was my living with my two roommates and all the stuff and things and experiences we dealt with there. I mean, obviously I've got, you know, um, other stuff to think about too. But when I really come down to it, I think about like that was one of the biggest, like most significant experiences of my freshman year. And luckily, fortunately, it was really, really good in most cases. Um, we had some drama go down, which maybe I can do like a story time about that on this in a different episode. Um, but like that's a huge thing. And when I but again, I had a really, really bad year other than that. And I transferred. You guys know this if you've listened to previous episodes. I transferred. And I was super excited to transfer. I thought it was going to be perfect. I thought it was going to be all roses and daisies and rainbow poop. And then I transferred. And with a housing screw up, I ended up living alone in an apartment. And now um, that's kind of the experience that sticks out to me about my sophomore year that made it so bad. Like living alone was kind of horrible um it was really I thought it was gonna be fine compared to like where I ended up in housing in right at the beginning of the year and then there was a screw up and I ended up living alone after but it was pretty bad and I remember I had a lot of transfer anxiety um during my sophomore year like the first half of my sophomore year I was like oh my god why did I transfer because things weren't going as great as I thought at my new school but at this but the biggest thing was like I was living alone and I was so so sad that I had left my roommates and I was like oh my gosh that last year was so great compared to this I was living with them and and it was just all this stuff and all I could think about was the good stuff and I was just very stuck in in that kind of forgetting all the bad stuff um that led me to transfer in the first place. I do not regret transferring one bit but when I got really anxious about how my sophomore year was going at my new school my mind definitely led me to believe that like transferring was wrong and I shouldn't have done it and it was really dumb and it it really 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 made me forget about all the anxiety and all the um just how much I hated the school that I was at and all this other stuff and so that's like an example but the thing is again that whole year in my head is really glorified because I'm only picking up the like highlights or the like semi good parts that I do wish I was grateful for a little bit more while they were happening because while the things are happening I'm very focused on the negative um but the past is glorified it's very glorified in your head and the future is completely unknown people that are living in the future like something that I've pretty much done my entire life is put my happiness in the future like say oh you know this is such a huge big trap to get to it's very common but to say like oh I'll be happy when this happens or I'll be happy when this happens or I'll be happy when this happens but the truth is the future is unknown and to be honest I know I'm only 20 so I can't be like in all the years I've lived I've learned this but honestly one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the past couple of years is like wherever you are, whatever point you are at in your life, there are some things to be grateful for and there are things that are going to go wrong. So the past is glorified. Um, so in that time that you're stuck in the past in, there was still things that were going on that probably weren't perfect and the future is unknown. So the future is kind of glorified too. Wherever you get to in the future where you think you're going to be happy, there's also going to be issues there. 
And if you're in, the, if you're living in the past and you're living in the future and you're completely discontent with your present moment, just remember that like there are also still things to be grateful for in this moment because odds are you might get somewhere in the future and it might be even worse and you'll look back on this moment and still and wish you were back here. Um, so that's just kind of what I've been realizing. And that's also one of the biggest reasons to live in the moment is because or to to be as present as you possibly can, because there's going to be good things and there's going to be bad things no matter what. It's just kind of dealing with them in the present rather than being stuck in the glorified past or being in um, living or putting your happiness in the future. Um, so there's that. <laughs> So I, again, I know these are very like, you know, these are things that are easier to say rather than do, and I'm constantly working on them. Um, I think I've become, I, I've come a long way just during quarantine even in like living in the moment and not necessarily living in the moment because I don't think it's, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of difficult, but I think I do think that living in the moment and staying present are two different things. Um, and I've done a little bit better at staying present. Um, and I will leave you guys off with one little last like tip or message or whatever about staying in the present before we go. I actually told this to one of my friends and she said it's been really helpful. So hopefully it'll help some of you guys. But, um, one thing that I've been doing a lot anytime, and this is, this can be a little bit like <laughs> kind of, a uh, um, what's it called? Contradictory to like living in the present. It's kind of like, honestly, it contrasts it a little bit. But honestly, it, it works. So whatever. Um, but here's the thing. Anytime in the past month or so, month and a half, that I've had a night where I've been a little anxious or I've kind of started to feel like, oh my gosh, I kind of feel this anxiety coming on. I really like it's kind of feels like it's about to spiral out of control or I'm kind of having a crappy day or a crappy week or whatever. You guys get the point. Anything that's more on the negative side. Um Usually what what really happens with my anxiety is like any any mood or emotion I'm feeling in a day, I I put so much like not pressure on that day, but I almost feel like I'm just such an emotional and moody person that all my emotions, I feel them very strongly and I feel them right away and I feel them I I I I let them define my day and I let them define me and and my whole entire life. So in the past whenever I felt very anxious or whenever I felt things that were crappy or negative, I basically one felt that very deeply and strongly and let that kind of spiral. But also I I what made it so much worse is thinking like, "Oh my gosh, this all these feelings that I'm feeling like today or tonight or whatever, are just they're gonna be my whole life and I'm never gonna forget this and I'm always gonna feel like this and and it's never gonna change and I just get all these really anxious and negative thoughts and one thing I've been realizing is like other than like the really 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 big like negative times in my life or the really big like maybe anxiety attacks or whatever there are very few specific days especially like just random days in your life that you remember you know, I think I think it come it can um, I can speak for a lot of people when I say like when you look back on your life, there are specific days and specific memories from specific days you remember. But the majority of the 
of your life, the way you remember it, is not by like every single day that you've lived, but it's just by like general phases and general seasons of your life and just the way that generally things were. Um, and specific, very specific days, especially uneventful days, they just kind of go by. And so one thing that I've been incorporating whenever I start to feel a little bit anxious or whatever, I definitely let myself feel it. I acknowledge it. I don't like try and distract myself or suppress it like I used to because I now know that's going to make it a lot worse in the future. But one thing I tell myself and it really calms me down is like this moment will pass. Like this one day, this one feeling, it's not, you're not going to remember it in two years. You're not going to remember it in two months, probably. Like this one little moment is going to pass. And it just kind of takes the pressure off of me feeling like I need to feel everything I need to feel in that moment. It just kind of like relaxes me and just allows me to be like, oh yeah, like this, my feelings, my moods, they're going to change. So why am I so like, like why am I so, um, heated up about it and it honestly lets me live in the present a lot more because or or stay present a lot more because I'm not all up in my head and my emotions and let them overtake me on a day that I'm probably not going to remember I'm just like oh yeah like it's going to change I'm not going to remember this I'm not going to feel like this in a in how many ever days or weeks or months or years so like why what what's the point like I don't it basically allows me to gives me permission to not feel every single thing I need to feel in that moment. So next time, if you're starting to, you know, feel a little bit anxious or starting to feel, you know, like something's been bothering you and it's been bothering you for a really long time and you just like don't want to feel that right now, just tell yourself like this moment will pass. There's just, you know, and then redirect your focus to something else. So I hope this helped you guys in any way. I, I think this was a little combination of like, trying to not live in the past, trying not to live in your head, basically just staying present and staying focused on the present, which is, I think a lot of these podcast episodes really like overlap with whatever I'm going through and focusing on in the moment. And that is like right now, my biggest thing that I'm working on is just staying present. And these are the things that have helped me. So hopefully they'll help you guys. And that's it. I was trying to think of something else to say, but I couldn't. So have a great day or night or evening. And I'll see you guys in my next episode. Bye, guys.